This is Tom Lee from AnyGen Catalyst, and we're talking today with Mark Harrison, uh, the new CEO for Intermountain Healthcare after a terrific career at the Cleveland Clinic. Mark, you said at the last AnyGen Catalyst meeting on leadership that you felt like you were moving into the best job in healthcare. Can you tell us why you feel that way? Hey, thanks, Tom. It's great to, to talk to you today. You know, good jobs are made by opportunities to have impact, and the ability to have impact is facilitated by an organization's commitment, commission, and vision. And um, you know, thanks to Charles Sorensen, who was my predecessor here, and our governance and the great leadership, uh, Intermountain is laser-focused on population health and value. And when I look at my peers around the country, a lot of them are spending time thinking about how do I pivot from a traditional you know, volume-based system or a traditional academic system to really serving populations and serving communities. And uh, we are oriented in that direction. And a lot of that is credit to uh, the history of, of Intermountain. When we were formed in 1975, the mandate was to be a model system, and that's remained our sort of our guide star ever since. And you know, Charles took the organization through the art of orientation towards value and making sure we take care of populations long before I got here. So with our history, with our innovative spirit, with the great workforce that we have, man, I think we're poised to do the right thing for people, and that's what it's all about. Well, it does sound like a great job, but the fact is, and one of the reasons I was so anxious to do this interview is that you are an outsider, and you're coming to a place that is more than good. You know, it's considered great, and, you know, these great places, including the Cleveland Clinic, where you, where you came from, they tend to hire and promote from within. Uh Now, Intermountains hired someone from the outside because the board must have felt that change would be good for the organization. So what's it like to be a change agent in a place that's already pretty darn great and probably knows it? So Intermountain is great, and there are a lot of people who do know it. Uh, you know, I'm sort of an inside-outsider or an outside-insider. My history is um, my wife and I moved to Utah the day after we got married. And uh, the day after that, we started residencies at Primary Children's. She was actually a second-year resident, and I was an intern. And then we had, I did my critical care training here as well. And we have lots of friends still here in Salt Lake. And I will tell you that uh, the Intermountain way around, you know, reduction and variability, improving quality, playing as a team, commitment to the community, that kind of got into my DNA, and I've carried that around with me ever since. That said, I am a change agent, but I'm a change agent within the context of our mission, vision, and values. So the mission of helping people live the healthiest lives possible is as relevant today as it's ever been. And I think that, you know, the, the vision of being a model system with having care be extraordinary, affordable, and accessible to all people, again, you know, it's just the right time and right place. Uh, it's been interesting trying to inject some of uh, some different ways of thinking about things. Probably the biggest is uh, we have not been interested in growth here in Intermountain for a while, and it, probably for very good reasons. Um, the 
you know, the necessity to solidify our approach to population health, that took a primary role. Now it's time to grow, but we have to grow in ways that are consistent with our values. And, uh, you know, it was as an outsider or an inside outsider coming in, one of the toughest things I had to do was convince people that all growth wasn't associated with perverse incentives. And I think we've gotten there now, and um, I feel real momentum in the organization. And it's good to be home here in Salt Lake after a 20-some-year gap, and off we go. Well, now, this isn't the first time that you've been in that role of coming from the outside and trying to drive change. And even though you feel like you're an insider, I'm, I'm sure a lot of your new colleagues are very aware that you haven't been in the system over the last couple decades. Are there similarities to what you're going through now to, to when you took on the leadership role for the Cleveland Clinic, United Arab Emirates venture? I mean, there you were a real outsider. Uh, are there similar tactics involved? Tactics makes it sound like almost scheming, but it really isn't. It's about connecting with what communities believe in, Tom. So the only thing I will say is I've gained less weight here than I had in Abu Dhabi. But because a lot of what I did was, you know, I, I went out to dinner with people, and um, here I've had lunches and breakfasts and gone to people's offices and talked at rotary clubs. And it's really about understanding what makes a community tick, what they believe in, and then making sure we serve them. And I guess it is probably more important as an outsider than it is as somebody who's grown up in a community. But it's establishing the commonalities of purpose. Why am I here? What do people want? Where are the overlaps? And then how do we work together for the betterment of the people we're meant to serve? And uh, it, you know, it, it seems to work okay. So what's the big goal that you're bringing to this next phase? I mean, if you look ahead to when the press release is written about your era, what, what are you hoping that uh, your tenure will be about? I think if somebody says Intermountain was the first fully integrated, digitally enabled consumer-centric health system, uh, and boy, that's a replicable model, and it's really served people well and helped keep care affordable, I would be the happiest guy around. Um, because that really is what it's all about, is, you know, how do we empower people to take really good care of themselves, and how do we move the needle in the communities around, you know, elevating the healthiness of those communities so that we keep trying to put ourselves out of business. And the closer I can get to that, the happier I'll be. Well, that's a pretty good long-term goal, uh, but some specific steps you're taking to pursue it, like the highest priorities as you try to work toward that long-term goal? So I think the highest priority is recognizing the game has just changed and that consumerism is here, it's here in a big way, and that's a good thing, and that we need to switch from a provider-centric approach to things to a consumer-centric approach. And that talking about consumers does not in any way impugn the sacred relationship that doctors and nurses have with their patients. That people can still be a patient and act like a consumer. Uh, so I think that's actually, that's a, a rabbit hole that people try and go down all the time. I think that's fallacious reasoning. So it's that people are acting like consumers, that uh, healthcare is just too expensive and consumers are complaining rightfully and they're starting to shop and they're starting to demand real service and real quality. 
and we have to respond to that. That's the, and, and that's happening all around us in the very short run, and I think lots of legacy players are going to be in big trouble really fast. So for doctors in the office in their mountain and uh, your other nurses and other clinicians, how might life feel different as you picture it? Um, I think that I think it's going to feel really different. I'm hoping that they're going to actually help shape what that looks like. You know, Tom, that one of the things that I worry about is that people, they say they're protecting doctors because they're so busy and they had, quote, so much change. I actually think they're pandering to them and treating them in a paternalistic fashion. What we're trying to do is bring our clinicians in. I met with our medical group board yesterday, and we what did we talk about? We talked about industry forces that are that are going on. We talked about what our strategy is. We talked about what consumers are expecting. We talked about disruptors. And I can't tell you how pleased I was by their engagement in being part of the solution because they went into this to serve other people. And I think the assumption that clinicians can't morph and change in pursuit of their overall mission is actually an underestimation of their capabilities. So I think it's going to be different, but I think they're going to help shape. You know, it's going to be different hours. It's going to be digitally enabled. There's going to be a lot of distance. I think we're going to use different kinds of providers to serve people. Uh, but I, I really think that the clinicians are going to be at the heart of the solution. Well, we're rooting for your success and, frankly, hoping to take the progress that you're able to achieve and spread the best practices and, and create pressure on the rest of the healthcare system uh, to catch up or even do better. So I hope you don't mind if we're going to check in with you from time to time in the years ahead to see how it's going. You know, I'd love that, Tom, and, you know, I value your counsel as well. This is a team sport, and, you know, I, I believe there's no secret sauce, so we'll, we'll share everything that we learn and in the hopes that we engage in a, from a community standpoint in a dialogue that makes it better for all, of, all the patients. Great. Well, we'll have uh, plenty of you and plenty of Intermountain in any gym catalyst for years to come, I hope and expect. So thanks very much for your time today and for sharing your, your, your comments with our audience and for the terrific work that you guys are doing.